0: I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, and my name is Lily Ferguson, and this is a podcast over the seven most influential philosophers during the Enlightenment.
1: So Elizabeth, can you tell me about our first philosopher, Thomas Hobbes?
0: Thomas Hobbes believed in absolutism, which meant that there should be one person that has all the power. He also believed that without the government, the world would be put into chaos. Lily, can you tell us about what he believed the social contract between the monarch and the people should have been?
1: Hobbes believed that no matter what, the people had to obey the ruler. No matter how cruel the ruler was, they had to obey him and maintain peace. A quote that sums up what Hobbes believed is, The obligation of subjects... To the sovereign is understood to last as long and no longer than the power lasteth by which he is able to protect them. Elizabeth, how do Thomas Hobbes beliefs tie into society today? Thomas Hobbes belief that like without a government
0: would it like the world would be chaos, I think still strange true to this day. Now, we don't, like, in America, we don't have absolutism, but we do have, like, the president, who is, like, the main ruler, um, who's, is, like, supported by the other branches, but he is, like, the man with the most power so that he can make quick decisions, so although we don't use absolute absolutism, we still use his belief that, like, someone should have the more power. Our next philosopher is John Locke. He believed in the scientific method to study society, and he also believed that we were a blank slate at birth and formed through our own experiences. Like Thomas Hobbes, he believed that that citizens should surrender their rights to the government. But, Lily, what was the difference between Thomas Hobbes and John Locke's idea for the social contract?
1: Hobbes believed that even if the ruler did not uphold his side of the contract, the citizens still had to obey and maintain peace. Whereas Locke believed, if the government does not hold up their end of the contract, it is your duty and right to overthrow them and get them out of office.
0: Lily, how do you think John Locke's beliefs tie into modern society today?
1: The government has limited power even today. The citizens have a say and the president can't just do whatever he wants.
0: Our third philosopher, Voltaire, believed that we should tear down and rebuild the government instead of just putting, like, band-aids on it on where it should be fixed. He believed Nodals were selfish, and he attacked the church because he believed they blocked the freedom of people to be able to believe what they wanted to believe. But he did think that the church provided moral truths that everyone should follow. He believed in a lot about freedom of speech, politics, and religion, and a quote that kind of sums up what he believes is, I do not agree with the word you say, but I will defend you to the death for your right to say it. Lily, how do you think Voltaire's views are still used um, in today's society?
1: Voltaire's ideas about freedom of speech very much tie into our society today. We created the Bill of Rights, which protects all of our citizens' rights, such as freedom of speech, the right to bear arms, and many others. Our fourth philosopher is Rousseau. Rousseau believed that civilization had corrupted the natural goodness of man. Natural goodness was the fundamental principle of political thought. People who lived in civilized society aren't unhappy, insecure, and selfish, according to Rousseau. He embraced human freedom, and he thought that people who lived outdoor in harmony with nature would be better off. His social contract was he wanted people to join together in society to find protection and justice for each person and their property. Man is born free, and everywhere he is in chains. This quote sums up exactly what Rousseau believes. Man is born free, and everywhere he is in chains. Elizabeth, how does this tie into modern society today? So, some of the ways that
0: Rousseau's beliefs have really like shaped us in society today I feel like is really like his social contract which was wanting people to join together in society to find protection and justice for each other and their property so I think that especially like in these last three months really people have really come together to fight for each other um fight for the protection of one another um for example like the Black Lives Matter movement and everything So yeah. Our fifth philosopher, Bakari, believed that laws existed to preserve the social contract. He did not believe in torture because he thought that if he tortured someone to get a confession that they would produce a false confession. He also did not believe in the death penalty because he didn't believe in punishing murder with murder. He, however, proposed the idea of eternal slavery. A quote that kind of encapsulates what he believed is that it is better to prevent crimes than punish them. Lily, how does his beliefs tie into modern society today?
1: In our society today, the death penalty is still very controversial. Moving forward, we are trying to help people who are getting arrested for drugs or something like that and send them to reform centers to help them be better and get back out in the real world. Mary Wollstonecraft wanted women to become rational and independent thinkers. She wanted women to be educated just as much as men. She didn't want to put women over men, but she said, and I quote, I do not wish them, women, to have power over men, but over themselves. Elizabeth, how do you think she contributed to modern society?
0: Mary was one of the first people who put women's rights on the forefront of political views. She really created a pathway for other women to speak out against issues um, involving inequality. We still have inequality today, such as not getting paid equally um, in the workforce, but women are now able to vote and women are able to get the same amount of education as a man in America. Last but not least, we have Montesquieu, who Lily and I both believe to be the most influential philosopher out of these seven. He believed that all men were born free. He also proposed the idea of the separation of powers in the government. He believed that the powers should be separated so that not one branch of the government would have all the power. A quote that kind of like sums up the most of what he says is that there is no liberty if the power of judging be not separated from the legislative and executive powers. We picked this quote because we think that it sums up his whole view on how like one body of government cannot have all the power because if they do... It would produce a tyrannical government that would have no liberty for its citizens. So, Lily, what do you think? What do we
1: use from his beliefs today in modern society? We still use the separation of powers today. We still have the executive, legislative, and judicial branches.
0: You just listened to the Lily and Elizabeth Show! That's the end of our podcast. Have a blessed day.